Hey everybody, I'd like to thank our new sponsor, Doors. Yes, Doors. Hey, if you're buying a new or used home, make sure your home has Doors. Hi, this is 5050, real estate podcast for the common man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We're telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050, real estate podcast for the common man. Hey everybody, JD here. Hope you're looking good and feeling fine. Hopefully you had a great week with friends, neighbors, relatives, and acquaintances. Well, we are going to be talking about something that has aggravated me ever since I got into real estate. I have been angry every single year, but I had no choice. If you've been living under a rock, or you probably realize that the Board of Realtors lost a $1.5 billion lawsuit in saying that they were in cohesion and cahoots with other big companies to basically inflate real estate commissions. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about real estate commissions and how they all um, are put together and why I think the Board of Realtors, uh, I can't believe that they lost this lawsuit. But I'm also going to uh, also talk about some other shady monopoly things they do to their agents that I think they really should be getting sued for. But uh, I think, you know, small agencies and big companies won't sue them because they're such a big, huge organization. So I guess this lawsuit basically says that uh, the Board of Realtors and some big real franchise mega real estate companies were all cahoots into basically inflating real estate commissions. Well, let me tell you, uh, years and years and years and years ago, um, I was taught you always tell people look at real estate commissions are negotiable. I've always said that. And, um, you know, one of the old cliches is if you can't negotiate your commission, how in the world are you going to negotiate the sale of my home? So the thing was you really practice, you, you had a whole huge list of services and what you do for the seller and why you're worth what you're worth. And then you try to negotiate the commission with your sellers. But what happens is so many people were under the misconception of, oh, realtors, we all get 6 7%. So what happened is except the, a lot of real estate agents and board of realtors and realtors, I guess you can say, would take advantage of the ignorance of the sellers and say, oh, I charge 6%. And the sellers would think that's standard except them going hey look at real estate commissions are negotiable and let's negotiate um, so probably a lot of these big huge companies were just saying hey look at let's just say since the public thinks we get six percent we won't even mention that it's negotiable and I worked for a big huge company 
uh, before I opened my own company. And I remember I was negotiating with the seller and my real estate company said we cannot go lower than 5.8 as real estate commissions. And I argued with my broker and I said, look, wait a minute. Uh, I've been in this business for years. Uh, Until you stop paying me a paycheck, I'm going to ask whatever commission I want to because there's no law that states that I have to uh, charge a 5.8% commission because I work for this company and I never agreed to that. Well, they said, okay, no problem. You, you know, you're right. You can just charge whatever you want. But they, you know, they were saying that to all the other agents so that all the other agents were doing it. And I was making, you know, a ton of deals because I was negotiating with, um, the sellers. And matter of fact, a couple of sellers were, um, going to the same company I did and then said, why am I lower than the other guy they interviewed? And I just said, I'm more experienced so I can charge anything I want to and real estate commissions are negotiable. And they went, oh, gee, we never even knew that. So uh, that's a lot of probably what these big you know, big franchise companies were because a lot of the company company that I dealt with said when I wanted to lower the commission and he said no uh, because I'm, you know, I, I was trying to be competitive and get the deal. He said, oh, we're not a discount commission company. If you want to work for a discount company, why don't you leave here and just work for a discount real estate agent? And uh, uh, I said, no, uh, but he at least gave in and said, John, you know, you could pretty much uh, charge whatever commission is. So I think the reason why the board of realtors maybe lost this is because the big, huge companies were just taking advantages of the sellers and just not saying, hey, it's negotiable. Or they were saying, we only charge 6% and you can't lower the commission. So the seller, the realtors, you know, or the agents thought, well, okay, that, I guess that's just how it works and was not educated in it. And, you know, I've been doing this uh, for like 35 years. But so I... You know, the the basically a lot of the information is going to be more and more lawsuits and something like five hundred billion dollar lawsuits against the board of realtors and other big huge real estate companies, and they say the board might go bankrupt. Let me tell you, I'm not crying a tear for them. Let me tell you the reason why. I uh, I don't think the sellers have a legitimate case. Uh, because of the fact that real estate commissions are negotiable. Now, if the seller doesn't know that and the agent takes advantage of that, in some ways I can say that's unethical, but it's another way saying that, well, if if you're not educated and the other person takes advantage of you, that's not taking advantage of you. That just means that you didn't do your research. It's like if you go to a car dealer and you're not ready to negotiate and know how the, the, the real dealer business goes in buying a car and the car dealership takes advantage of you and then you sue the car dealer 
because of the lack of knowledge that you have, it would never hold up. And I think that's what's happening. I think that what's happening is you, you got all these you know, disgruntled sellers saying, you took advantage of me, except we accepting responsibility and saying, you know, maybe I should ask, maybe I should have interviewed three or four realtors and, and basically just try to figure out, uh, you know, a realtor commissions negotiable. And you can probably Google it and then we'll say real estate commissions are negotiable. They just didn't want to do their research. So now they're saying that there's going to be massive amounts of lawsuits and that they will all commissions were fixed and overinflated and so on and so forth and I'm going to go really I wish you a lot of luck and then they were saying well I was forced into paying a buyer's agent and why am I paying somebody who doesn't represent me well let me tell you folks let me tell you what is going on because a lot of these realtors don't really even come close to understanding what's going on because they haven't been in this business more than probably five years and they'll probably be out of it this year because the housing market's gone down and they won't be able to just be order takers. Let me tell you what and then why I think the board of realtors are like the mafia and I scream and yell ever since I got in this business of how I was forced into becoming a realtor and I'm going to tell you how that goes uh, but I'm going to tell you why I think these sellers are basically shooting themselves in the foot and they'll probably never ever sell a home never get the price they will because they're all suing the board of realtors for unethical behavior and if they go bankrupt uh, you know, there's always probably going to be a better system that takes its place. And I always thought they, they should be because of how we were forced into becoming realtors. And I'll explain that later. But what happened is years and years ago, when I first started, everybody represented the seller. Nobody represented the buyer at all. It was basically buyer beware. So, you know... If the buyer said, what do you think about this neighborhood? The agent could say, oh, it's a great neighborhood. This is great. The school systems are going great and so on. Or what do you think about that crack in the wall? Ah, that's nothing and so on. And if the buyer bought the home and then found out the crack was foundation problems, they couldn't really sue anybody because they didn't have any representation they didn't have any buyer's agency uh, to represent the buyer so everybody represented the seller so if the buyer um, said well wait a minute you know my agent said that they're that the school systems were great or that crack was no big deal uh, and I trusted him then what happens is when they went to court to sue the um, to to sue the agent, let's say, because they they said, oh, the agent misled me. The courts would say, no, 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 you never had an agent. Everybody represented the seller. So what happened is the buyer said. 
okay, well, if I don't have an agent and the agent that I was working with who wasn't the listing agent, it was kind of like the sub-agent of the listing agent, the, and the seller is responsible for the agent, then I'm going to sue the seller because the agent that I used represented the seller. And there was a, a lawsuit and the seller said, but wait, 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 wait. I, I don't know this sub-agent. I never dealt with him. I never had a clue who he is. But they said, sorry, they, all the agents represented you. The listing agent represented you, and the, the agent that the buyer uh, was using represented you. So you were liable for the agents that were representing you, and they lost in court. And this, it, it, I remember this. It was like three weeks, nobody sold anything. It was like, okay, now what do we do? Uh, because if the if the sub agencies are going to be liable, uh, and the sellers going to be liable for the sub agents, then the sellers don't want anybody to be a sub agent. They'll just want the listing agent. So what happens where they all got together and they said, wait a minute, the listing agent always paid the sub agent. So when the seller pays, let's say to make things easy, 6% and 3% went to the sub agent, the buyer, the seller said, wait, wait a minute, I don't want to pay the sub agent anymore because I don't want to be liable for, you know, whatever these clowns are saying to their buyers just to get the deal and I'm responsible for it. So what they said is, well, wait, let's create a buyer's agency agreement where the buyer can hire their own agent and that buyer uh, has its own agent and the seller has their agent so it's now even you know if the buyer says how much is his house worth uh, they can do a competitive market analysis or what's that crack in the foundation well you know i think maybe we should have an at-home inspector what's the neighborhood look like but look at let me do some research and uh I'll, I'll give you some resources so you can go out and, and see what the neighborhoods looks like and what the school systems are and so on and so forth. So it's kind of equal. equal. Um, but like I said, the sellers and the listing agents said, well, look, at you always paid me a commission, 6%. I'm just using that as an example. There's no fixed commission. And what I'll do is I'll just give that to the buyer's agent. So it's the same thing. I mean, and that way the seller doesn't have liability for the buyer's agent. The seller uh, agent represents the seller. The buyer's agent represents the, seller, the buyer. And they said, oh, that makes a ton of sense. So it was a great deal. That's where buyer's agency came to be because it eliminated the liability for the seller to be responsible for all these thousands of agents that they didn't have a clue what these agents were saying to sell their home. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's now look at the, li the, the lawsuit currently that they lost for $1.5 billion. Somebody says it's going to be $400 billion when it ends and bankrupt the border realtors. Um, so 
they're saying, hey, look it, I was forced into paying the buyer's agent. You weren't forced into it. You don't pay the buyer's agent. You pay the listing agent who pays the buyer's agent. And you could negotiate. You could say, well, look, I'll pay you listing agent 1% and I want the buyer to pay 3%. Or maybe I want the buyer to pay 4% so I can get, you know, so I can get more buyers to look at my home and sell my home uh, quicker. So that that's kind of what's, uh, what's really interesting. And, and the the seller says, oh, I was forced into paying the buyer's agent. Why am I paying the buyer's agent? We're well, paying the buyer's agent for one thing, to get the price that you want. And second is, if any moron who tried the case would say, the reason why there's buyer's agency is it gives your home access to thousands of real estate agents. You negotiate with your seller's agent who pays the buyer's agent agent, and then you now don't have the liability for a sub-agent because the buyer's agent represents the buyer and the seller's agent represents the seller. But they lost the lawsuit for some crazy reason to say they were forced into it. They were forced in. Oh, they overinflated the commissions. Give me a break. So so you go out and you buy something and then you find out you're not satisfied with it. So now you sue somebody because you didn't like what you paid for them uh, for the product. It's the, the whole thing is totally ridiculous and they're probably going to appeal. And I think the probably the border realtors will probably win in the long run. But let's really look at what I think think the board of realtors should have got sued <laughs> because I'll tell you when it comes to a monopoly these people have a monopoly big time but not on the market on realtors and real estate agents and big companies that's where that I think where the lawsuit where did it happen but I think Realtors and real estate agents and so on and so forth just don't have the money and the time and so on to really sue the board of realtors. Because I'll tell you why there's realtors. And so many agents I talk to have no clue why they're realtors. They just say, hey, I worked for this company and they said I had to join the board. So I did uh, because I wanted to be a realtor. And they said, uh, I, I thought that's kind of... What I what I had to be. I got my license. I joined the, you know, I joined a company and I had to be a realtor. No, here's what I found out, and it's the total. I call them the mafia. I, God, I just, uh, I just when you mention border realtors, uh, I just want to strangle them. Um, but here's it is. When I first began, when I got my residential real estate license, I joined a small company. Um, it wasn't very big, and they said, "Oh, well, you had to be the board part of the board of realtors, so you had to, I think, take a few classes and pay like some outrageous amount of money a year to say you're a realtor." And um, 
and that gave us access to the MLS because back then the MLS was owned by the Board of Realtors unless you were part of the Board of Realtors you had no access to the MLS which means you didn't know business and you'd rather be uh, working at McDonald's because you had no access to the multiple listing service so I was young, naive, and so on. I thought, okay, I guess that's the way the business is run. And I paid for probably five to six years uh, my dues. And, you know, I never got anything from the board of realtors. And they never really gave me anything. And when they taught classes, you had to pay for the classes. And there's no software they gave you to run your real estate uh, business. They basically took your money and that was about it and said, oh, you can put an R on your business card and say you're a realtor now. Whoop-de-doo. But you were forced in it because you didn't have no access to the uh, MLS. But then I found out later on when I started a company and it were and I uh, I um, basically was just an independent guy I didn't hire any agents and so on but I um, well let me I'm kind of ahead of myself so what happened is this big town that, that I was in for uh, about 20 years selling well probably almost 30 years excuse me they had a lawsuit against the Board of Realtors stating that they had a monopoly on the MLS and they lost. So what happened is, I don't know the true story, but the MLS became separate from the Board of Realtors. So when I called the MLS, they said, oh, the board doesn't own us anymore. You don't have to be a real estate agent, a realtor. You need to be a real estate agent. You don't even have to be the board. So I went, woohoo, yahoo, no problem. So I just dropped out of being the board of realtors. And I was a real estate agent and did great and sold a ton of homes and everybody co-opted and, you know, I never had any problems with anyone so then what happens is you know started kind of fading out still I own my own real estate company it's an independent company I'm not hustling uh, like I did when I uh, first started but I moved out in, from that city into another city and I was just I thought Hey, all the Emma multiple listings were all separate from the Board of Realtors. But when I got into this city, they said, oh, sorry, what board are you on? And I said, I'm not from the board. And they said, well, you can't really have any access to the MLS on the multiple listing service in this city unless you become a Board of Realtors. Uh, and I said, well, I don't want to be. And they said, well, the only thing that you can is you can pay like $20 a month and you could just have access to the information, but you can't list, do market analysis, see what the history of the property is. I said, well, what good is that? I can get on Redfin and Realtor.com and find out what the homes are listed for, but I want to list homes. I want that information. He said, well, you can't really do it unless you are uh, – you know, you uh, become a uh, a uh, realtor and join the board of realtors. 
So I was hosed. I was. It was the mafia again. It was like, oh, Tony, Tony, you want to be part of the family? You want to do business in our neighborhood? You got to join the family. If you don't join the family, then now uh, you know yeah, we'll make you disappear. We'll just uh, make you disappear, you know? So you better join the family and we'll give you some good business. If you don't want to join the family, then you're going to just disappear, you know? And that's the way it's always been. So, you know, I, I was forced into joining the border orders. $800 a year for what? <laughs> I have to pay $800 a year plus, what, $50, $60 a month to, to be in the MLS. And, I, and you can't get, uh, you can't, be uh, in the MLS or have access to MLS except if you're the board of realtors. But the big town I uh, lived in, they were separate. So you never could. And I think that's what's going to happen. I really think what's, you know, with what's going on with these lawsuits, I think the, the board of realtors are going to be probably sued by agents and going, we'll force them to be in a board of realtors when we really want access to the multiple listing. And they're going to do like what they did at my the big city I used to work with is just sell it off to an independent company and there'll be an independent company that runs the MLS. And then you could probably have a choice on being uh, on the board or not. And I think that's what it is. They should have a choice of, do you want to be part of the board of realtors? If you don't, we're not going to force you. But see, when you when a company comes in, like I said, and they join the board of realtors, the agreement says, hey, you're now part of the board. So you agree that any agent that you hire has to be part of the board too. So it's like a mafia thing. It's like, hey, Tony, you know, you, you're part of the family, but any kids you have or any grandkids you have they got to be part of the family too because if they're not part of the family eh, we might just make you disappear you know we won't might we won't give you access to the mls or anything else so you, you and your family has to be part of our family you know and that's pretty much kind of what it's been and man i've just been you know ticked off ever since I got to this town because in order for me to sell real estate I have to be part of the family as they say or no information from the MLS you can't list in the MLS if you don't be part of the family and like I said these these realtors or real estate agents that work for these companies they don't know why they're realtors if you ask them, they say, oh, well, I, you know, I, I wanted to work for blah, blah, blah company. So they said I had to be part of the board of realtors. No, the only reason why you have to be part of the board of realtors is because when they signed an agreement that they were part of the board in their agreement says, if they hire you, you have to be part of the board. And when I was in, um, when I first began, uh, real estate, I was just ticked. I didn't want to pay my fines. I, I my, Not fines, but I didn't want to pay my dues. And I said, forget it. To my broker, I'm not going to pay. So she said, well, okay. But then you know what? The family, the, the mafia, were putting pressure, a little muscle on my broker and said, hey, if you don't 
if your agent isn't going to pay the um, the dues, we're going to take it out of you. We're going to charge you for the dues or not or, or take you away and you won't have access to any MLS or anything. So what happens is my broker came back to me and said, hey, JD, you're not playing your dues. They're trying to get it out of me, strong on me. So I'm going to... You're going to have to pay it or I'm going to start taking it out of your commissions. So they're going to get it one way or another, which is totally unfair. And I, to this day, do not understand why agents don't sue the living crap out of the board of realtors for that stunt. Now, the buyer, the sellers, like I said, they, they're negotiable. They can negotiate. They can list. They can pay 3%, 2%, 1%, 500 bucks to a buyer's agent. So I don't think that's a legitimate case. But when you're part of a, uh, uh, you get your real estate license, you want to work for a major company and you're forced into being a board of realtors and you have no choice because they won't have let you have access to the MLS. Or if they do hire you and then the board finds out that they've hired a lot of agents and that they're not letting those agents um, join the board, they're just going to put pressure on them and say, hey, look, you signed an agreement that said you're part of the board of realtors, and in that gr- agreement, all the agents that you hired has to be part of the board, but since you're not uh, allowing them, we're just going to charge you for all the agents that you hired. It's a total joke, folks, a total joke, and I've been ticked off ever since I got into this business 35 years ago. But they got you from the by the kahuners, as they say, because you have no choice. You have no choice. So, you know what? Uh, I'm kind of semi-retired, and uh, I still sell a lot of homes, but just to friends, neighbors, relatives, and acquaintances and referrals. I'm not out, you know, hustling like that. So, if the board of realtors get sued and for five hundred billion dollars like they're expecting and they file bankruptcy i'll tell you it will be probably more uh a better opportunity for real estate agents that they're not forced into mls that they're not forced into being part of the board of realtors just to have access to the mls and the mls will probably be a separate um uh, a separate service that anybody could just join the MLS and the age, listing agents will just charge the sellers like they do and then put in the MLS, here's what we're going to co-op with a buyer's agent and it'll be the same thing like it's been for years um, like after the lawsuit when the seller got uh, sued because the sub-agent of the seller said the wrong thing and the seller got sued because basically he was responsible for all the agents that represented him now. And that's why the buyer's agent's um, uh, agreement um, came to be because the buyers have... uh, uh, equal representation the sellers have equal representation all all they have to do to solve this nightmare is just have a disclosure that says hey real estate commissions are negotiable buyers agents commissions are negotiable 
please sign this. There you go, seller. So if you're bitching and moaning because you paid more than what you thought after your house was sold, all they have to say is you don't have a prayer because you knew you could negotiate the commissions from the listing agent and the buyer's agent commission. That's it. End of the story. So that's about it, folks. So hopefully you learned something about being a real estate agent, the lawsuit from the Board of Realtors, listing your home, selling your home, and uh, and how people really are forced into becoming a, uh, a realtor. And if you're an agent, now you know why, if you're working for a big company, why you're forced into being a realtor because it's probably because they're forced into it and the only way you could have access to the MLS unless the MLS is owned from a separate entity than a board of realtors is that's the reason is because you're forced into it, the companies are forced into it because a majority of the multiple listing agree not multiple listing yeah services are owned owned by the board and you can't get access unless you're part of the board of realtors so that's about it folks i hope you learned something man like i said i just wish they'd change it where the agents don't have to be agents and uh, where the agents don't have to be realtors and the agents can just be part of a MLS service like the town that I lived in before and everything was Humphrey Dory. Thank you very much, guys. I hope you learned something and have a great day. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show, Real Estate for the Common Man. Please follow us or subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. If you can't remember all that, just Google it or have your friends Google Real Estate for the Common Man and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.